we did this year. I got, I was lucky. I got, um, I was on duty when they had fleet week. You said duty. Duty. I was on poopy (laughs) when they had fleet week. And for those of you that haven't been to fleet week, uh, in the Bay, it's when basically the military pulls out its giant phallus and shows it off, um, to the world. From the Golden State to the Golden State, you're listening to the real WTA show. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Only fresh cut grass. Dirt and love. I am a real you cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What's up, everybody? This is a real WTH show. I'm your host, Tommy. Just kidding. I'm not Tommy. You're not Tommy. I'm not as cool. No. But I am the Toy Stallion, and I'm back for one appearance only. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you had a name. Yeah, and we're trailer parking it. We are. We're in a trailer. So Actually, it's kind of nice. It's a lot quieter than in there. It is. There's kids running around, animals. It's chaos outside. But it's peace inside the trailer. Yeah, this isn't bad. When uh, when are you gonna get a trailer? I got one right now. We're in it. No, this is this is borrowed luxury, my friend. I didn't borrow it. They gave it to me. You gotta get your own trailer. <laughs> no, but seriously, they're great. You can take them wherever you want to go. You got your own little hotel room. It's like having a home away from home. We like to take ours to Lawson's. Have you been to Lawson's who's, Landing? Who's Lawson? <laughs> <laughs> it's this awesome camping spot on the beach. I thought you said it was Lawson. Yeah, it's Lawson's. Not awesome. La- <laughs> Lawson's Landing. Awesome landing. And uh, it's over Lawson's on the beach. Lawson's Awesome Landing? Yeah. And you stay and you... Yeah, I don't really... I like more the mountains or like the lakes. We take it to the lake too. Yeah. And the mountains. That's better. Hope, Hope Valley's our, our mountain spot. There was a uh, really good fishing hole last time we went up to Hope Valley and Bradley caught all the fish he caught seven you know me I caught one <coughs> and poor Brandon caught none oh, none bad. fish those are my boys by the way for those of you listening those are the the colts yes the little the, the little uh, what toy are, colts is that what they're called <laughs> that sounds the, weird the ponies the ponies <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird calling them toy colts <laughs> sounds like some weird religious thing <laughs> yeah drink the kool-aid <laughs> um well speaking of that let's uh let's get to the best segment of the show in the stallion's opinion beers and cheers wow that was a great pour just now that really <laughs> happened right in front of us Oh, it's in there. Can you get it so I don't have to climb over these wires that I got everywhere? Um, this beer 
was brought to you by the stallion because he brought it to me like three days ago or something like that. I forget what it's called, but it's by Moonraker. This is called actually this this uh what do you call it the the artwork on here is pretty cool. It rem- it's, it's very cool. It so, reminds me of like Twisted Metal. Yeah. So yeah. for those of you that can't see it because we're not video recording, there's a a clown skeleton face with some clown makeup, almost like Pennywise, and it's on fire, and then he's got this really cool red hair. And but, then the background's like a dilapidated circus. Circus carnival. carnival thing. Carnival of Horrors. What is this? And then the two in Moonraker, the two O's in Moonraker are two red balloons, which I thought Oh, was, that's pretty funny. That's kind of cool. Yeah. They're, the only other color in the background is this, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. So last year they released this beer, and it was my favorite beer that they released. Was it called the same thing? It was called, this one's called Dishonorable Villain. Yeah. The one last year was called Honorable Villain. And last year's was only a double IPA. What? What did it have a clown on it still? Yes, it did. But I have was the it on fire? No, I don't think so. I have the artwork. It was in my more garage. of a nice clown. No, he was still mean looking. Oh, yeah. But this one they made a triple. I heard they recently added more hops to it. <laughs> so, it's pretty strong beer, but I like. It. I prefer the the double, but this one's still pretty good. Oh yeah, another sound effect you use in your banks of sound effects smells different that's called beer all right he's putting it up to oh, okay he's taking a sip oh that's good yeah it's pretty good that's really good they brew really good beer there yeah i and, always liked everything for moonraker except for one i had one that i hated yeah i can't remember what it was it was probably that uh stout that i brought i don't know i brought a stout once and tried it he didn't like it most this of their beers good, are really good um this is very hoppy. Yeah, very. It's, it's it's up there on the hoppiness, so Tommy would love this. I also brought a electric lettuce, which is a staple. I like that one. Staple Moonraker. Is that, is that a hazy? Yes. Yeah. And then at home I have a, it's just a pale ale, but it has like that IPA-ish flavor, um, and it's called Jingle Crush. It's like their Christmas seasonal um, release. Did they make it last year? They did. And I, I bought, think I had it last year. Yeah, I bought a few of them. I, I think bought, you might have given me one last year. I did. I yeah. think I gave you a couple, but yeah, they release it every year at Christmas. It's got some cool little Christmas artwork on it. Yeah, I like this one. This is uh, this is good. It's it's everything that an IPA should be. I kind of want to try the the double IPA though. Well, hopefully you next said year it's they, better. The the doubles better, but I maybe know, next I give year this one like a, at least a four, maybe higher. Out of five. Yeah, for a triple, I give that four. We're, we're still going half points. You can do quarters. Quarters? Yeah. I'll give it a four, two, five. Okay. That four sounds and a quarter. Good. That's it. It's a good score. Um, yeah, try it. And this is on the low end of the triples because it's only 10%. And I think triples yeah. are 10 and above. Yep. I think. Might be 9 and above. I can't remember. Their other triple they brew, it's called Extremis. That's the one that beat out Pliny the Younger in the taste test. That Speaking of Pliny the Younger. That one's 11 and a half, I think. They're doing a brewery release this year, finally. I know. In February. I'm going to get off work every day and go. Oh, yeah. You work down there now. Oh, yeah. I haven't told the listeners. Uh, I haven't been on in a really long time. I've been kind of busy switching where I work. Switching. <laughs> Just switching. 
I uh, I quit my job in the county where I where I live, and uh, I work down by the bay now, and uh, it's been a good transition. It's uh, a lot of opportunity down there, and one of the main things I have that I like is a fireboat. Have you ever seen a fireboat before? A boat on fire? No. Oh. Like a boat to put out fire. Okay. Like San Francisco has a big one. Okay. Um, the one you see in all the like the Giants playoff pregames that has all the... Oh, that shoots the water yeah, off? that one's huge. It's like 80 feet long, but ours is only 40. Um, but it's really fun. It's fun to take out on the bay, and we did this year. I got... I was lucky I got... Um, I was on duty when they had Fleet Week. You said duty. Duty. I was on poopy <laughs> when they had Fleet Week. And for those of you that haven't been to Fleet Week uh, in the Bay, it's when basically the military pulls out its giant phallus and shows it off uh, to the world. And they have all sorts of planes and boats and everything. I got a question. Okay. kind of off topic. Okay. Is that a real thing where when you get a new fire engine, you guys all just push it into the Bay? Yes, it's a real thing. That so, everybody does that? Everybody that I saw it for like Roseville or something. They put it on their Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Them pushing new engines in. Yep. They so what they'll do is does whoever somebody, wants to be there can be there. Does somebody actually there, sit in it though? Yeah. Somebody sits in it to like hold Just the steering to steer wheel. it? Yeah. It's not on? No, you have it in neutral? Yeah, you just take the the spring brake off and you can push it. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that was a but thing. What they what else they do is they'll take they take the uh, water from the old engine and they douse the new engine in the water from the tank of the old engine. So they have them parked side by side outside. And then once they douse it, they'll push it push it into the engine bay. It's like a fire service tradition. Pretty cool. But uh, anyways, we were on for Fleet Week. So part of our assignment for Fleet Week was we had to go out on the fireboat, And they made us basically form this box in the bay with a bunch of other agencies and their boats and yeah. the coast guard. So we had this big box that we had to maintain that no boats could go in. And we got to watch all the planes up close from the bay right near Alcatraz Island. And we got to watch the blue angels and everything. I got a bunch of cool video. It was so loud. My ears hurt at the end. You have to send some to Tommy so you can post it. Yeah, I will. So people will know what you're talking about. It was pretty cool looking. And there, there was a, uh, we were parked next to a, uh, well, not parked. We were kind of just patrolling this, I don't know, 300, 500 yards. You know, this kind of this line that was established on the GPS. And we were next to this huge, massive yacht. And it was some the something rose. I can't remember. But we looked it up online to see how much it is. It's like a $45 million yacht. And it was huge. There's this rich guy sipping my ties on the back on his recliner. Million. Yeah, $45 million. Why? It puzzles me that people would pay that much when most houses that you can buy aren't $45 million, Yeah. You know? Like, I'm, you can... If you've spent $45 million on a house and land and stuff, you'd probably, like, own an entire state somewhere. Well, a lot of land somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yachts are definitely one of those depreciating assets that like uber rich people just like to have. There there was we were, when we were looking at houses in Texas, I found one that was a ranch and it, it was a legit huge ranch and he had 
like four or five houses on the property, but it was like two or 3000 acres. Wow. And that, that was like 18 million. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine you wouldn't even like be able to walk all that in a few years. It was in Waco and they had to like disclaim that there were things that happened on this property, but I don't, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Too soon. No. <laughs> uh, well, oh man, that was a bad guys lead over in. here bringing up Waco. That, Jeez. That was a bad lead into the cheers. Um, but cheers today is going to go to four people. Um, but I'm going to highlight one specifically, but we're going to talk about the four people that were killed at the Michigan high school, Oxford high school. Um, there was an active shooter. Uh, I think he's 15. Is that right? 15 or 16. 15 year old kid. And, um, did you hear the parents ran yesterday when they heard they were charged with involuntary manslaughter? Yeah. Parents of the kids got charged with involuntary manslaughter because they apparently bought him the gun on Friday for Christmas or something. Um, and they had indication that he was going to. Oh yeah, we can they talk were at about the this school. Then. They, yeah, we can talk about this. Yeah, later, we but. don't. We're not talking about him. We're talking about uh, he. He injured seven people, and four people died. So a total of eleven people that were shot. Um, the four people that were shot were Hannah St. Juliana, Madison Baldwin, Justin Schilling, and the one that I want to highlight uh, is Tate Meyer. He is a, I think he's varsity football, and he was the one who saw it happening and rushed the shooter trying to stop him, but he was shot and ended up dying uh, from his wounds. Yep, but he's, he's a hero. He's a hero. There's not too many people who nowadays would run towards the the bullets instead of away besides police officers. You yeah, know? no, we don't teach things like that anymore, apparently, yeah. in American society. Especially, I mean, Michigan, but... That's toxic. Yeah, but it's good to see somebody tried to do something to stop him. Um, it's sad to see that uh, these four people passed away. Hopefully, uh, the ones that were injured... Do not end up passing away because I think it was initially three people died that day. Yep. One of them died later on. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. Um, but that's who the cheers is for this week. So cheers to those people. So I only have one story. Okay. Or one. I have a scenario for you. Okay. But I don't know if you want to start with that or if you want to talk about some of the other things that you mentioned to me first. Let's finish this. Okay. I don't know too much about it. I just know that the shooter had something happen. I mean, he's 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 had his parents called to the school multiple times. Um, but that morning, they actually went to the school because I think it was because of a drawing or something that he wrote. Um, and he had, I, I read that he had said the night before that he had made reference to killing kids at school. He he put videos or something up on his yeah. Facebook or something like that. But something happened at school where his parents got called and the school told the parents he needs to put be put into counseling within 48 hours. And they said, ah, "No." So like, they had all the indicators that Oh yeah. that this kid was going to do something horrible. He ha he somehow got the gun. I don't know if the dad bought it for himself and the kid was able to get his hands on it i i don't know because he the kid posted on 
something, some social media, a picture of him with it or a picture of the gun and said, my new baby or something like that. So I'm assuming it was for him. That's ridiculous. Which is the, the picture. I mean, th- this kid probably got bullied. I'm, I'm going to say it. He didn't look like a normal he kid. He didn't. He didn't. He he looked like he's had a rough life. His face was like, he had an evil look on his face. Yeah. But then again, shot. who knows how he was when he went to jail. Maybe he was a dummy and they didn't have the chance to like do everything when he came in. Maybe he slept that night and then they took him in for that picture. Who knows? Because that's what it looks like. It looks like he just woke up in a smug shot. Yeah. His hair looks all ratty and yeah he got this weird look on his face his parents don't look super abnormal they look kind of trashy a, li- a little bit but not not it's like, a mugshot though yeah. everybody looks kind of trashy in their mugshots no they, I, but i've seen pictures of them on some other pictures that people have posted like not in jail like out doing things or something like that and they look somewhat normal oh and anyways it's a tragedy and one that's avoidable with responsible parenting and teaching of values that apparently we don't you know hold in as high regard as we used to yeah and kids are unfortunately coming to this conclusion that they need to kill other people in order to solve their problems like i feel like this is this is a horrible story but hearing that that one kid tried to stop it that's like the the light it gives me hope yeah it's the light at it the end sucks of the that, tunnel. That he had to to die. Yeah. Um, but he did a really great thing. And it's horrible. Speaking of horrible things, have you heard the the media spin on this Waikusha um parade? The SUV. The accident that happened. Yeah, apparently SUVs now run people down indiscriminately because all the mainstream media's headlines have a, an SUV ran through the parade. Oh, such and such deaths caused by an SUV. They make no mention of the person that has to drive the SUV in the fact that he had BLM ties and anti-white postings on his social media. Anti-police. Anti-police. And this dude is like a a domestic terror poster child. And and a sex trafficker. Yeah. And sexually assaulted a woman. Sexually assaulted a woman. Uh, was running from a incident where he stabbed or ran over someone. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Some something like that. But ran through all these people and. But he, I, I don't see how because he got those charges in Nevada, right? I'm not sure. Oh, the, the sexual the assault, sexual ones? assault ones. Yeah, in, in Nevada or California. And he he's supposed to register as a two nine. Well, I don't know if that's what it's called other places, but in California it's called two ninety, which means he's a sexual predator basically but i don't know how especially nevada i mean it was vegas so they're a little bit more left of the aisle most of the places in nevada they will pursue you to the fullest extent that they can and that guy posted on his facebook the fact that he took that girl from california brought her to las vegas to pimp her out that is the definition of sex trafficking. So, like, how did how did he not get those charges? That's yeah. what I'm wondering. I don't know. But the leftist media doesn't want to report on it. And, you know, if it was—we always run into this. If it was, you know, the shoes on the other foot, 
if it was some white Trump supporter that was a, a white supremacist that, you know, decided to be a terrorist and kill a bunch of people, it would be plastered all over the news and they would still be talking about it. Yeah, it's like it disappeared. White supremacist plows through crowd of people at a parade. Yeah. It's basically disappeared from the media because it doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah. And they don't want to put blame on people associated with BLM and anti-white ties. And it's sad. I listened to a podcast. I'm not going to say which one, but it's mostly about video games. But I've been going through their list. They've been they've been podcasting for like twelve years or something, so they have like five hundred some episodes. Mm-hmm. And I got to the episode that they put out right after George Floyd happened. And instead of video games, it says a serious podcast or something like that for a horrible time or some. That was the title of it. But they start going off. And talking about, please donate to Black Lives Matter. Please do all these things, and uh, we need to we need to see this happen in this. And I'm I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I wonder if they regret anything that they're saying. Because like, but those type of people, I mean, you're you're gonna look at Black Lives Matter and oh, she bought three multi million dollar houses with that money, you know, like <laughs> oh, the leader, yeah, the head lady, and, and they were trying to get people to donate to that, like. And and I feel like, because even Kyle Rittenhouse said, uh, I I love the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. He, he didn't say the organization because that organization is garbage. Absolute trash. I mean, they, and they, they made a good point. Like, people were getting mad about people saying all lives matter, blah, blah, blah. I can see why, why that side would get mad when people say that. Because it, it's like... They they felt like you were trying to take away from the fact that this life was taken, mm-hmm. but in reality, that that's what it is. And I I feel like I think Tommy and I talked about this either last week or the week before the Ahmaud Arbery thing. Um, the the father of Ahmaud Arbery spoke mm-hmm. afterwards, and he was the one who said all lives matter. Yeah, and I was like, wow. I was surprised when I saw him up there speaking yeah. at the pulpit. I was actually really. I was happy with what he had to say. Yeah, I feel like he he is a... I hope he keeps talking about this. I don't know if he will, but I feel like he'd be a good voice for, I don't know, some type of change to where people can come... Because there, there are people that agree with the Black Lives Matter stuff, but they but they also agree that like police... They don't like the extremist part of it. Yeah, and, and police shouldn't be... Uh, targeted you know they still want police you know that type of i feel like he's a good middle of the aisle person to speak out for that type of thing absolutely no there were some things in that case that were were definitely geared towards targeting a person of color for something he may or may not have done and the fact that he was shot was unacceptable i think uh, yeah it was it that's unacceptable he was committing crimes i believe I think he was... I don't know if he was for sure committing crimes, but they had had him on some security footage yeah. at an under-construction house. Yeah, and like... And they had had... Burglarizing. Yeah, it. break-ins yeah. and stuff stolen from the site before, but they didn't have any footage of him stealing anything. And he didn't have anything on him when they accosted him. But Yeah, and it's it's definitely not something you should die for. Absolutely not. But the Rittenhouse case, on the other hand totally different set of circumstances yeah. 
And I believe the correct verdict was reached in that trial because that was absolutely a case of self-defense. I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody comes at me with, this is the whole thing that people don't get with, with policing. Um, when you're met with force, you meet that force with With greater force force. overcome that force. If somebody's coming at me and hitting me with a skateboard, that's a deadly object. Uh, batons are considered lethal weapons. Absolutely. You can kill people. Yeah. That, that was a lethal weapon and he made sure that he was not going to die that night. Yeah. I watched some, uh, it was another story about this dude, some official, I want to say it was at a school or some building somewhere, but he was outside and was trying to get, uh, I think there was like kids skating outside or something on the property and he wanted him to like leave. Well, they attacked this guy and he got beat with a skateboard and beat unconscious. And the picture of him afterwards, his head is literally caved in. There is a huge piece dented into his head and he's got permanent brain damage from getting beat with a skateboard it's like when that usc fighter took the flying knee to the head and it oh yeah but this was worse really like the whole like front side area of his head was literally caved in yeah it looks like somebody took almost like a bowling ball and dropped it dropped it into his head and if the bowling ball would have stuck there and then they like, pulled it out, that's the the shape that was left in his head. They they boondock saints him? <laughs> dropped a toilet on top of him? <laughs> that's a really great flick. <laughs> yeah, but you can do some serious damage with a skateboard. Yeah, that dude, did you see any of the interviews afterwards that he's had? He had one. I with, haven't even heard of this. He had one with Tucker Carlson a couple weeks ago. Oh, Rittenhouse, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had one with Charlie Kirk last week. Charlie Kirk is an extremely smart man. Yeah, and he's young. He's younger than yeah. us. Uh, he's like who, 26 or 28 years old. The, who's the Jewish guy? Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. That guy is like the smartest person I've yeah, ever Yeah, I listen to his podcast I, I feel too. stupid when I listen to his Me podcast. Too. But Rittenhouse had these interviews, and he's like one of the most well-spoken 18-year-olds that I've ever seen in my life. And it's weird. It's like... All of this bad stuff happened to him. Like, he was kept in jail for 87 days before... He got bailed? He got bailed before he switched lawyers because I guess his first lawyers, his representation was garbage. Yeah. And so he switched lawyers and but finally it, got him out. his first lawyer is the one who got him out. Yeah. But two of the ones were, like, trying to exploit him and everything. He spent time in this jail, and I think it was in Kenosha where he was in jail, or in his hometown. They actually sent him to... Yes, jail, they sent juvie? him to jail as a 17-year-old, actual grown-up jail. That's not allowed in California. Yes. So they did this. He said that he didn't take a shower for over a month before he was bailed out. And he had, like, all these skin issues and sores and stuff when he finally got let out, and he smelled huh. horrible. Yeah, terrible. But And then everything that was said about him afterwards, this dude's a, a racist mass shooter, and he's a vigilante and and all of this this stuff. He just went there to cause trouble and shoot people indiscriminately. All these lies that everybody was saying about him. Despite all of that, the dude is just so positive. Yeah. He's, he's got a good outlook on life and he's got goals. The one thing yeah. that I thought was kind of funny is like, yeah, I'm going to... 
I'm going to go to ASU. ASU and go to nursing school and blah, blah, blah. And I he, wanted to. He doesn't have yeah, to. Yeah, I wanted, well, I wanted to re- reach through the screen and like grab him on the shoulders and said, dude, the life that you wanted before this is gone. Is gone. Yeah. Unfortunately. But it doesn't have to be bad. He's going to get so much money from defamation lawsuits from all these people. He's never going to have to my, work again. My favorite part about it is the fact that since Biden came out after him when it happened, he can sue Biden. Yeah, cause it because it was before, it he, was was before president. he was president. It's so Because awesome. apparently you can't sue the president. No, he's got executive privilege or some BS. So, but, but they want to take away qualified immunity for police officers. Exactly. That's dumb. Yeah. But he's going to have, he's going to be a forced advocate for 2A and self-defense just by, I mean, he can always just ignore it. He's going to be, his case is going to be the the Roe v. Wade of Second Amendment people. Yeah, self-defense. Yeah. Did you see what they were calling uh, the prosecutor in his case? Little finger, yeah, yeah, he looks just like him. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you haven't seen any footage of the Rittenhouse trial, first of all, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Second of all, take a look at this joke of a of a prosecutor, and he looks exactly like Littlefinger from uh, Game, from of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah. It's really hilarious. And then the other fat prosecutor that they had on there, oh, who, bigger dude. They start. I don't know his name, but they call him Cr- Lunchbox. <laughs> I think Crowder started that, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know. They call him Lunchbox. It's that's, hilarious. That's what I was when the when the verdict was about to come out, like the whatever three and a half days or whatever they the jury spent deliberating. Mm-hmm. Crowder was doing a, a live stream every day mm-hmm. in the morning, trying to wait for it, and uh, he the, the stuff that they said about the prosecutors, and I can't believe that that prosecutor pulled up an AR fifteen. And pointed oh it God. at the jury with his finger on the trigger after just taking it. He, Alec Baldwin, that. Oh, absolutely. It, it, speaking he broke... Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Have you heard his his? I didn't pull now? the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger. I don't know what happened. I didn't pull the trigger. She told me to raise it up, and then she told me to pull the hammer back, and then when I let go of the hammer, it fired. Duh. That's what happens with the revolver. He probably didn't pull the hammer all the way back he didn't to where lock it locked. It. Yeah, or he was going. It did lock, and he was going to release it. And he had his finger on the trigger. Well, I mean, that's how you would release. Well, that's what I mean. He had yeah. his finger on the trigger, but he and it never probably locked. just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, just a big dummy. Yeah, and I hate this guy, but he brings up a good point. George Clooney, he's he's a piece of garbage person, but he even came out and criticized Alec Baldwin and <laughs> said. Every time I am on a set and somebody hands me a weapon, I pull the slide back or open it up and I look and make sure that it's not loaded or if it is loaded, it has blanks in it. And then I go around to every single person that's on the set that day when we're filming and show it to them and show them that it's either empty or has blanks in it. Yeah, all these anti-two-way actors, we'll get back to Littlefinger, but all these anti-two-way actors, they have to take firearms training before these movies because they have to make it look real. Yeah. It's like they're it's like they're touching like a like an icky piece of garbage or yeah. something, but they have to like learn it. And they know. But, but they absolutely know. But Alec Baldwin, his response was 
well, that's a little ridiculous because that's his way of dealing with things. He goes and does that every time he gets a gun. Me, I trust the person that gave the gun to me no, that, you, it's, that it's empty. You never do that. No. Yeah. But back to Littlefinger, broke broke every single one of the four rules, basic rules of firearm safety. You know, always treat every every gun as if it's loaded. Yeah. He he points it straight at the jury, do not, which is the next rule. Do not point it at anything, anything you don't, don't want to destroy. To destroy, yeah. Know your target and what's beyond it. Yeah, you're pointing it at a jury in a wood in a wood frame building, and where you don't know where any bullet's going to go. If you do fire it, you might hit somebody. It might go through a wall and kill somebody on the other side. You don't know. And I, then, and then, keep your finger off the trigger off until the you're tr- ready to fire. It was on. It was the on trigger the trigger the whole time. Like, what w- an absolute was that? Does like mainstream media try to scare the crap out of people like they do with COVID? Or yeah, something? I think like, they knew that they were losing the case and they were trying to go for shock value at the end. It's like, oh, look, how do you feel now that a gun's pointed at you yeah. and I have my finger on the trigger? Well, and I also think they were trying to throw the trial in general. They were trying to go for a mistrial so that he didn't have a loss on his resume. And I think the judge did the right thing because he he had probably had a pretty good idea where the case was going because the prosecution was that, so bad that, that there's judge, no other verdict you could have come to. That judge was one of the best judges I've ever seen. Like, absolutely. He, he called the prosecutor out. He even called uh, the defense out a couple times. Yeah, I didn't hear about those, but um, but mostly it was the, it was the prosecutor and that the the lunchbox guy was the one. He was up there and he was doing his. I think it was the closing arguments, and he's saying something, and the judge stopped everything and he told the jury to go back into their room, and he went off on lunchbox. Just went off on him. Calls the jury back in, says proceed to lunchbox. Lunchbox starts talking about the same exact thing, and he stops it again and goes off on him in front of everyone. <laughs> uh, they were such a joke. And then they, when they talked about him invoking his Fifth Amendment rights when he was arrested, everyone does that. That is, that is basic, um, basic. Even like if you conceal carry. They teach you. You in those set classes, the gun down, unload some, it. Yep. Leave it there. Happens. Stay away. Wait for the cops to come, and then when they start asking you questions, you say, "I'm not going to answer anything. I need my lawyer." Yeah. That's it. That's basic, and that's that's the Constitution, it's Fifth yeah. Amendment. Yeah. Since since America was made, yeah, that's been the law, and they commented on him having his Fifth Amendment rights and that being somehow weird and him trying to cover something up yeah so i'm glad they got slapped in the face for that yeah and i'm glad they came to the right verdict um and it's kind of a victory for you know 2a and self-defense nationwide and he's kind of the kyle rittenhouse is now the de facto uh figurehead of of uh self-defense yeah and i'm not upset about it i think it's great I think it was good. I think that decision was good. And like you said, Ahmaud Arbery, that was the right decision. Absolutely. Too. Yep. I think so as well. Um, so speaking of that, that, that kind of leads into my, my scenario I have for you. Okay. And I hope you haven't heard this story yet because this is a real story that happened. So say 
I know that you're a hero and everything and you run into burning buildings and stuff, but put yourself on the other side of the aisle. I'm not a hero. Where people hate you and you're a police officer. Okay. Okay. So the crappy side of the of public service jobs. Yes, exactly. Don't don't be a cop, everybody. Be a fireman. That's it's a better wrong. job. <laughs> so, you're a police officer. Ugh. You have a a I guess you would call it a second job working security at like a Walmart. Okay. Before you continue, how many donuts have I had this morning? Um, judging, so I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Judging by the look of this guy, I don't think he eats that many donuts. Okay. So he's fit. Yes. So maybe, yes. so maybe he's one of those weirdos that when there's donuts out, he takes a knife to the donut box and, cuts it in half. and he cuts the donut in half or quarters because yeah. it makes him feel better. Yeah. But by the end of the day, he's he eating the, whole, the donut. Yeah. 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 It just makes you feel better in yeah. your head. Yeah. But you eat the donut. Yeah. You always eat the whole donut. Don't do that, um, people. That's stupid. Just actually, commit. Did, did you listen to the episode I did with Ryan? Uh-uh. A couple weeks ago? No. I think it was a couple weeks ago. I actually told this story about when we hit the elk. Oh, yeah. And, and when we had the donuts and the cop was yeah. out there and we were trying to get him to eat them. Yeah, I told that story. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, um, that's so much fun. So, you, you're working security. You're, you're, you're off duty. Okay. Um, where am I working security at? At, at, like I said, Walmart, a Walmart. Okay. So you get a report from an employee that says, Hey, this guy stole a toolbox. Okay. Okay. So you go out to the parking lot because technically so this guy, you, you are an officer. Okay. It, 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 it doesn't matter if you're off. Du- you're always on duty when you're a police officer. Am I, right? am I armed? Yes. Okay. Is, okay. Am I open carrying or am yes, I concealed? Open. open. You're 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 full on. You have a, a a tactical vest on, and it says police on the back. Of it. Oh, it says police. It does. So I'm doing extra work yes, at the at the Wally World. Basically, it's like working security at at a Giants game. Do I get to stand next to the old door greeters? Sure, if you want to. Okay. Okay. So you get this report that this guy stole a toolbox. All right. You go out there and confront him, and you say, "Sir, can I see the receipt?" For that toolbox. Okay. Okay. The guy, let's say he's 60 years old, an older guy-ish, you know, not too old, um, pulls out a knife. Okay. And tells you to go away. You tell him to drop the knife. He looks at you and says, the only way I'm going to drop this knife is if you shoot me. So you're, you're walking behind this guy, right? And he's, he's in this, this parking lot at this point. And it's a big, like there's a Walmart there's another store somewhere else. So he's going towards this other store through the parking lot. You're following him. Um, he's walking? Yeah. He's not getting in his car? No, no, no. He's going through the parking lot. And he's still got his knife? He's got his knife. He will not drop it. You're and telling saying, him to drop it. Thank you. I'm not dropping the knife. Unless you shoot me. That's the only way I'm going to drop the knife. Okay. That's what he said. Okay. So, well, Duke doesn't like it. Well, he's... Duke's going after this guy's throat. Yeah, he is. He's going to rip his throat out. So you're following this guy. You call You call for backup, right? Say, hey, I have this guy. Give the description. Um, he pulled a knife on me and everything like that, right? Okay. So you're following this guy, and he's walking towards this other store that's in the parking lot. He's about to go through the entrance to the store mm-hmm. with this knife in his hand. And uh, your backup arrives right then. You pull out your gun. Okay. Tell him to stop. He's not stopping. Okay. He's going into the store with a knife in his hand. Okay. 
your backup is still in the parking lot walking towards where everything's happening. Okay. What would you do? Do I have a taser? You do. Okay. Um, I know backup's coming. Well, you don't know. Oh, he doesn't know that his backup's coming. He doesn't. He, basically, backup gets there or right after you make your decision. Okay. So I don't see my backup. I don't know. Well, I know they're coming, but I don't you know, know how close coming, they yeah. are. And I see this dude who's already said, I'm not going to put this knife down unless you shoot me. And I have a taser. You're telling him to stop. And I'm telling him to stop. Is there other people around? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a is it busy. Crow- is it crowded? Yeah. There's, it, I mean, it's a busy parking lot. Okay. And and the store has people in it. I'm not trained in these scenarios. So these are just my amateur thoughts about what I would do in my head in order to neutralize the situation without having to shoot someone first. Because my instinct back in the day when you could just kind of get away with it is to just shoot the guy and be done with it. Like, all right, this dude's walking into another store with a knife. Sorry, you're done. But my instinct nowadays, and not just thinking about the trouble that police officers get in sometimes, justifiably or unjustifiably so, but just thinking about, can I de-escalate this situation without taking another well, human life? At, at this point, it's been three or four minutes yeah, that you've been trying he, to talk to But he still hasn't guy. hurt anybody else. Hasn't. And he hasn't lunged after me. That we know of. That we know of. Yeah. I'm going to pull my taser. Okay. And I'm going to shoot him with my taser. Okay. Taser doesn't work. Taser doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What is he? And he's still going into the store. And he's still going into the store. With the knife in his hand. And then at that point, I pull out my firearm. What if he doesn't stop? I shoot him. Okay. That That's what I do. Does it, does it change at all? The reason taser doesn't work, I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. It's because this guy was in an electric wheelchair he was in an electric wheelchair well does that change things that changes things why because i feel like i can neutralize somebody in an electric wheelchair with a knife a lot faster than i can neutralize somebody who's walking into the store with a knife i don't know you you judge people based on situations hopefully if you're a police officer i have to judge situations when i go on call sometimes and i have people that may or may not be violent and if i want to accost them in a certain way or not but if I see somebody in a wheelchair, I know their physical capabilities are not even close to that of somebody who can walk into a store and cause, you know, even with a knife, you know, just suddenly run up to somebody and stab them if they want, potentially killing them. This dude literally has to motor up to somebody okay. <laughs> in a wheelchair. So I, I would attempt to taser them. Maybe, maybe that, not that's even why the taser does not work. Is because, because of the electronic wheelchair. You. See, he's I don't know that. You, so it's all. I know that's that's why See, I put I you would, in the situation okay. without the wheelchair first. Okay. Because taser, yes. So that, situation, that been yeah. A good situation option. with a wheelchair. Then I'm running in front of this guy. He's in a wheelchair. Okay. And I'm tasing him from the front. That doesn't work. I'm probably gonna run up to his wheelchair and attempt to disarm him with my hands. Okay. I'm not. There's a di- and I realize that's a, a lethal weapon, but just like with a gun, you have to recognize the capabilities of a person. Okay, I'm not going to be so, afraid of a of a quadriplegic with a gun because I know they can't use it. I'm, I'm going to tell you this: 
the maximum or minimum distance they teach you in the academy, the minimum distance for somebody to get to you before you can pull out your gun with a knife is 21 feet. So, but this guy's in a wheelchair. I'm going to let you in on this too. I worked at Loomis, right? Oh, this dude's faking his wheelchair. Exactly. How do you know? Because that was the whole thing. He was throwing all sorts of curveballs at me. People would come up in wheelchairs and they'd have like a blanket over their lap or something with a shotgun underneath. Uh And they'd act like they needed a wheelchair. And then they get up close to you and they jump up out of the wheelchair and they got a gun. See, this is where I don't have this training. I don't have the training to think about like that. Oh, this dude so, is faking his wheelchair that, boundness. Th- that's a that's a big thing in policing where you base a lot of things off your training and experience. And it's hard when you're not there looking. Like, what if I'm it, looking at this dude and he looks pretty built and he looks like he doesn't belong in a wheelchair? Then you might have There's a stronger a lot of built guys in a wheelchair yeah. though, because they 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 work out. Those but you arms. look at their little spindly legs, and you <laughs> you got a pretty good idea. What if, what if it's covered? Because it, from the video, covered. from the video, I think that this guy's legs were covered. Really cold out. He needed yeah, a blanket. It was cold. He needed his little blanket to keep him warm. Okay, that's that's the whole thing. Because th- this video came out. It was it was I, I believe it was a Tucson PD officer okay it, it was somewhere in arizona chief immediately fired him i don't think you can and, do that and the video that came out the lawyer for the officer said this video shows 20 percent of the whole interaction uh-huh it's it's him going through the parking lot right uh-huh. you see you see like walmart security footage from the parking lot uh-huh. him following the guy then the end of it is the backup arriving and walking or running up to the scenario and as he gets there his body camera sh- shows the nine shots that that the officer took and and uh shot the guy in the wheelchair did he move in front of him to shoot him no shot him from behind did I'm he pretty sure did he ever attempt to get in front of him and utilize his taser that that's the thing too you get in front of him that guy's if I mean, if you're going in front of somebody in a wheelchair, that distance probably isn't going to be 21 feet. That guy can get up and rush you with the knife. Yeah. Like, it. it, I'm not going to lie. It looks really bad. The video looks bad. It looks like the officer could have done other things, like you said, tried to disarm him. I mean, it's an an older guy. The guy was actually 61 years old. Was he he legitimately in the wheelchair? I, I do not know. Huh. That, I mean, all the articles I've read have not said anything about that because it's been mainstream media. Yeah. So you don't really get a backstory. You just get, oh, this guy was in a wheelchair. He got shot and he was, he had a knife. Yeah. Because you had people like, um, was it Good Morning America has like four people on it now? Yeah, I don't know. And I, you call I, them people. I, I call them I admire, I, I forget the, the, the black lady that is on that show. I forget her name. Hoda? I don't. Is that I don't the think Today so. Show. Hoda Cuthbert. No, no, it's Good Morning something. Yeah, Good Morning America. Yeah, but there's there's Hoda like Cuthbert. four people. They're sitting at a table, and there's a black lady, on, and she is just going off. She's like, I don't see why this person only had a knife and blah blah blah. Okay, a knife is a lethal weapon for one. And who who is it? Today Show. It there? It's yeah. the Today Show. No, no, no. It's Good Morning America. Oh, Good Morning America. Let's look it up. Keep going. Um. She she said, 
I don't know why you have to shoot somebody who's in a wheelchair and they only have a knife. You know, you could have disarmed them. They were in a wheelchair and blah, blah. You didn't have to shoot them. The black guy that is next to her, he said the exact same thing I said. This video on its on its cover looks horrible. It looks like, uh, I don't know, she had long hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe she has long hair now. That kind of looked like her. But he said the video on this cover looks horrible. It looks like this guy basically just murdered a paraplegic. Yeah. But he said, I'm going to reserve my opinion until all the facts come out. That's a smart man. Yeah. That, which which is the same thing I would do. Because of all the, the different scenarios that I gave you, like... What if this guy's faking he's in a wheelchair? Yeah. He is going into a crowded Lowe's. That's mm-hmm. where he was going when when the officer shot him. Yeah. With the knife in his hand. And he said, and it's the, a only deadly way, weapon. the only way I'm going to drop this is if you shoot me. Yeah. So a few things I think you have to think about. I think you always have to try to take things at face value. Unless maybe you have a history with that person. And you know, like, oh, this is old George Williams again. I don't, I know George. He does. He's not in a wheelchair. He's he's faking it. But I think you have to take a lot of things at face value. So if if it's me still in this scenario and I'm accosting the dude in the wheelchair, I'm hopefully going to approach the situation with, all right, he's going in. He's in his wheelchair. Hopefully, he's truthful about the need for the wheelchair. And I'm going to do the least that I need to do in my head at the time to neutralize this dude until he gets up and his his uh, little lies exposed. And I'm going to so, hopefully be ready to react to that. The, the thing that I'm waiting for in this whole thing, because I watched the videos that are out there, um, I, I counted when, when the officer shot. Mm-hmm. He goes, boom, 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 boom. He just kept shooting. Boom. He does he does one more after after like a three, four second him. pause. But who knows if he shot at that guy, he went down because the video doesn't doesn't show him getting shot. It stops. Mm-hmm. It pauses and lets the audio go on. Who knows if that guy went down and then went to get up with the knife. Yeah. Because you, you don't know that. You're trained. Neutralize the threat. You shoot until the threat's gone. Yep. So. Yeah, that's a tough one. Hopefully some more facts come out. But like I said, I'm not going to lie. It it looks really bad. If if it does come out that this guy was really paraplegic, it sucks for the officer, but he's probably going to get charged with murder. I don't know that he'll get charged with murder. He, I mean, he might, but you're going to get a good lawyer, hopefully. Yeah, and, a good and judge I, and, a and good I jury. think it, his his lawyer is good from the from the stuff that he said so far. Was he on duty with the police department when he was working at the Walmart? Like he was, he was being off duty, so he wasn't but being paid by the police department. He was, he was being, being paid, paid by, by Walmart, the, the Wally World. I I don't know how it is in Arizona, but in California, like when I was when I was with state parks, you are always an officer. Mm-hmm. You, even when you're off duty, you're an, you're an officer. You have the power to go up and arrest somebody when you're off duty. Yeah, I can see that. I don't see a power to. This is a different subject, but I don't see a power to like pull people over and Mm-mm. do like police duty stuff like that. But no. if you see something that's like a threat or somebody 
you know, engaged in an illegal act, then you should have the power to stop that person as a police officer. You don't have a duty to retreat. Is what I'm saying. Because, like in California, if that was just a security guard, mm-hmm. technically you're supposed to just observe and report. Mm-hmm. You're only supposed to shoot if you're basically if your life is in danger. If he was he was actively going towards someone to stab them, yes, you could shoot them. But if you're a security guard and that guy's going away from you like he was in the video, and you shoot him and he's not actively trying to harm someone. You're going to go to prison. Yeah. But, I mean, that guy with, I don't know, if that guy's going away from him and he's not necessarily going towards somebody. He's going into a crowded store. He's going into a crowded store, though. It's just hard. Like, I don't have the training and I don't have the mindset to be a police officer in that regard to where I would be able to take, I don't know, those, they have such a hard job. They have to take in everything in just a split second and and make a decision to save themselves or others. And it's a terrible spot to be put in. And I think they should have some sort of immunity in, in some cases. That's, that's what qualified immunity is. And but I, I, it and doesn't I'm, really exist I'm anymore of, with all these cases like that are coming out. Well, with, they've gotten rid of it in multiple states. Now. Yeah. Luckily not California yet, but it's um, like, you almost have to independently review every single case now. Yeah, and but to those, me, those independent reviews are put in front of civilians. Yeah, that have no training whatsoever. Yeah, it it needs to be an independent review of peers, not civilians. Yeah, but at that point, you're gonna get cries from all the activists that say, "Oh, it's it's just a you know bunch of cops covering up for their cops." Like that's what they're Which gonna say. Doesn't happen. Yeah, that's it, true. I mean, it, it does to a certain extent. There, Like I said, there's always bad officers out there. there yeah. There's bad firefighters out there. There's there are. Pieces of garbage. Mm-hmm. And there, you know who those people are, and you're like, oh, those people should not be in this line yeah. of duty. But that is the minority. Yeah, for sure. I do, going like, back like to another story, if, I don't if think... I was if, in, if I was in state parks, this actually happened to me in state parks. Did you chase tase a paraplegic? No, not that. Where I disagreed with the thought process of another officer. Uh And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And this person was higher than me Uh in in the ranking. And that was ultimately the reason I left state parks. Because of what that that. person did. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to hang my neck on the line because of something you said. Yeah, for sure. That's interesting. Yeah, I, it's it's hard to take in all those different aspects of something without actually being there, and it's easy to Monday morning quarterback. But if I'm if I'm just presented with that scenario on paper, I would go from the lowest level of de-escalate or stop the threat to the highest simply simply I, because that dude's in a wheelchair. If I see him walking and I, he's walking aggressively, I mean, and he's walking away, you know. Nowadays, you you have to kind of go to taser first, but he's got a deadly weapon. These people, my my real true opinion is that these people forfeit their right to live when they wield a deadly weapon and go in to places with, especially when you malice intent. When you make a statement that says, "I'm not gonna drop this knife," yeah, unless and why did you? And why did you? What what would the dude have done? What would the dude have done had had he not been accosted? 
by the police officer. And my thought process behind that is like, why was he, after he was accosted for stealing a toolbox, why did he then leave the parking lot to go into another store? Exactly. Like, why would you do that? You'd want to leave. You'd want to leave. Yeah. That's just another factor to plug into it. I don't think that he should be prosecuted, and I definitely don't think he should have been fired. Like, you should never that, be fired. That's, After that's an what may be the most mad is the the chief comes out and just goes after this guy. That's a bad chief. Yeah. Your chiefs are supposed to have your back. Yeah. And he immediately, like, this happened three days ago, mm-hmm. and the chief came out, like, literally the next day and said he's fired. That's terrible. And you shouldn't have, you shouldn't, if you're unionized, which I hate unions, but I love them at the same time. Because they protect guys to a certain extent when things like this happen. But it's like, where do you get off being able to fire that person right away when you don't, you yourself, even you being the chief, you don't know the whole story and you haven't even had time to look into the whole story. And you come out and fire the guy at, at the very most or least, it should be standard. This guy is suspended with pay. Yeah. Un- until you until find out we that find he out violated what some type of protocol yeah. or some some law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You never know. He could have saved. He could have saved a couple of people. What if? He, what if he was just gonna go in and start stabbing people? So, so that was that was Arizona, right? Same same day. Actually, I think it was almost right after that article. I read another another article from I believe it was the San Joaquin County Sheriff. And they had a uh, correctional officer get arrested for, I think it was some type of sexual assault or or something along that line. And the sheriff gave the interview and he said, this looks really bad. Uh, we hate when something happens like this to one of our own. Um, it's not a good thing if this is true. And he said, I apologize to the public if this ends up being what actually happened. But we're going to wait and see what comes of this. Like, basically, he he gave, he he did what you said. He gave the benefit of the doubt to the officer. Mm -hmm. But he said, if this is true... This officer is a piece of garbage. Yeah, and I'm glad that he's he's going to be gone. And that's the thing in America. That's the basic. That goes back and to the it, principle: innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, and but it, you can still take it, measures. That's like how we arrest people and put them in and give them bail. Yeah, you're innocent until proven guilty, but we have a strong suspicion that you did something. So these are the steps that we're going to follow. Yeah, you know, it, it just surprised me that that was Arizona, and California were was the place where I was like, oh. He's he's doing it right here. Yeah. You know? Well, there's good sheriffs around here. And I think I think an issue with a firearm is a little bit more unfortunately, it's a little more polarizing than and it shouldn't be than than an officer that commits sexual assault or abusing somebody. That should be more disturbing yeah. than an officer shooting somebody with a knife yeah. that refuses to comply. But it's not, it's the other way around. Yeah. Which sucks. But it sounds like the San Joaquin guy did the right thing. And and those laws and things like that in unions and everything, they protect the good guys the same as they protect the scumbags. Yeah. And that's the happy median you have to have. You have to have somewhere in between because what yeah. if you— Because there's, if you do there's some, those times when, when something looks really bad 
and but people it's not bad stuff but it's it's not bad like yeah. you did the right thing mm-hmm. but it looks really bad and that's where the union saves you but then there's also those other times where those people are pieces of, pieces of garbage but you have to follow the procedures yeah to still to still protect and, anybody else and sometimes those unions keep those people in there sometimes well that's an interesting story i'm surprised it took like i feel like i just went to police 35, academy 35 minutes or something like that i just went to police academy in 35 minutes give me give me all the donuts and the guns in my center console <laughs> in my hyper male alpha attitude yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll start making fun what of firemen there, soon there's more firemen that drive giant trucks than there are police officers whatever there is whatever hey don't hate is don't hate cuz we have nice trucks. What kind of vehicle do you have? I have a Don't even say it's the GTI <laughs> cuz it's not. I do it's a it's a commuter rig. Yeah, commuter rig, but what's your original vehicle? It's my wife's car now. It, what, she well, drives it. Yeah, my wife she drives She hates it. My wife drives my jacked up truck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have a funny story. So, yes, I have a <laughs> I have a uh Cummins 67 2016 Cummins, 2500, and I love it. It's uh, it's not even that jacked up. I just put a leveling kit on it and some bigger... A leveling kit that lifts it two inches. Yeah, and some bigger yeah, tires. And bigger and, tires. So and some step... It looks really nice. It's a nice truck. Yeah. But I have my I have my commuter car now that I bought since I drive down to the bay for work. Um, but funny story, while I was absent from the show, so I go to... Um, I go to fire academy down in the in the bay and I stay down there during the week and luckily we owned the trailer and I brought the trailer down there during the week and my buddy and I stayed in it it was like our little dorm away from home and because him and I both got hired at the same time anyways I digress so I'm staying down there and I go down on Sunday nights in order to be ready Monday morning. Because if I woke up on Monday morning up here, I'd have to get up at like 4 a.m. to get to Fire Academy in time. But there, I'm like, with my trailer, I'm five minutes away. So I went down on Sunday night. And during this time, we, m- my wife, she had an Acadia that was having some issues. So we had it in the shop. And we had it in the shop for a little while because... The dude was super backlogged. It was during the pandemic, and he <laughs> good beer, huh? Yeah, Joshy's drinking the, the uh, electric lettuce right now. I don't, I don't know if we've reviewed this. It's so good. I think we have. I don't know. I can't remember. But it. No. Well, I'll I'll give it a four point seven five. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite yeah. beers, hands down. I I hardly ever give a five. This would be a five, but there's always room for always improvement. Always room for improvement. Yeah, Holy Hermit's really good too. I had that one. Yeah, I had that one. So anyways. um, I think this is better, though. My wife's car is in the shop, and she's getting some things fixed. The dude's all backlogged, and we know him. He's been our mechanic for quite a few years, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get to all this, and I got to order some parts, and and I had just bought the GTI. So we had the GTI and the truck extra to to be able to use. So I said, no worries, dude. Just keep it as long as you can because we got the truck and the car, so we got ways to get around. You know, just work on it when you can. Just leave it at the shop, whatever. So this kind of drags out a little bit long. It's like two months. 
And he's given us intermittent updates, like, "Hey, I'm still waiting." You know, it's so or whatever. Blah blah blah. It's the supply chain. Thanks yeah. a lot, Biden. It was it was because we needed a you new Sue Biden. It was I your, should for your car. It was because we needed yeah. a new chip for. Well, it was a new computer for the car. It was fixing the AC, and it was just getting more backlogged and more backlogged. So I go down to Fire Academy on a Sunday night, and I get a phone call at two in the morning, and I look, and it's some weird Placerville number, and I'm like, "Why can't I answer this?" Two in the morning click 30 seconds later call back same number i'm like all right this is kind of weird somebody's maybe intentionally trying to call me so i answer it hello because <laughs> i'm half sleepy at this point <laughs> and <Half> drunk <laughs> no <laughs> and i can't remember which officer it was but like, this is so-and-so from the sheriff's department and uh i said oh hey how's it going i recognize his name because i worked with a few of those guys um but he goes, hey, do you do you have a white GMC Acadia? I said yes. He's like, and all he right. Says, is oh, it, it's black now. Yeah. <laughs> is it <laughs> is it parked on Alhambra? I said, well, it could be. He said, okay, well, um, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's uh, fully involved. It's on fire. <laughs> uh, the fire department's working on putting it out. And I was like, what? <laughs> My car's on fire. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Um, is it supposed to be here? And I explained to him the whole shop situation. And he, I don't think he quite understood. It was parked out on the road because the guy's lot is very small. So sometimes when he gets overwhelmed, he'll park the cars from his lot down onto the road and and leave them down there until he can have room to work on them. Anyways, I'm explaining the situation to the, the police officer and he doesn't quite understand. I don't think because we hung up, you know, and I'm like, all right, I got to call my wife. Hung up and he calls me back five minutes later. Hey, dude, I, I'm not quite getting this. Like, why is it parked on it on a hump? And I'm like, dude, the shop is literally right up Next the drive door. there. It's yeah. right there. You can see it if you turn to your right and you can look up the hill. It's right there. So he's like, okay, okay, I can understand. He's like, I, we think it got lit on fire. And I said, okay. <laughs> what was that movie? There's a bum orgy. Oh, back yeah. Back my Prius. Yeah. A, a soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. What, what movie was that? Thanks for the F Shack. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> It had Mark Wahlberg in it though. And other I think, guys, and I think it was, the other, it was the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dirty Mike and the boys lit my car. So he goes, "Yeah, I think uh, I think it got lit. I think somebody broke your window. There's a cinder block down here on the ground next to your window, and the whole the whole passenger compartment's burnt out." And he sent me the picture, and then Erica went by the next morning, saw it, and saw it. She took some pictures of it and sent them to me. And I was like, "Oh yeah." Somebody let that on fire because as you could tell, the whole cab. I think I, think I called passenger you that, compartment that next day on my way home from work. Yeah, and you said, "Hey, guess what happened?" Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, what?" I was all excited, and then you're like, "My car got lit on fire," and I was, "Yeah, like, what?" Yeah. And then one of my other good buddies from the sheriff's department, he was uh, awake. He's a detective, and he was awake uh, during this whole thing. And he was awake and and sent me a text. Hey, sorry, sorry about your car. Here's your case number for insurance. So everything got worked out, but I was kind of pissed because it was a paid off car and we were using it. It was our, it was our family commuter. And now cars are like that same car. If I want, you you know, that it's, it's like they gave me $10,000. If I'm going to pay for a car now and not have a car payment, a a family midsize SUV, it's going to cost me 40 to 50 K. Yeah. It's ridiculous right now. Thanks Joe. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> First of all, you're 
not prosecuting criminals, so they feel like they can do whatever the hell they want. So my car gets lit on fire, or, or you and know, now you, inflation we, and computer chip shortages cause my yeah my your used car, car used car prices to skyrocket. And now I can't afford a new one. The 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 chip shortages cause your car to get lit on fire. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Thanks, um, Joe. All right, what should we talk about next? I don't know. What else did you have? Oh, the moving company stuff. What is that? Because Tommy, Tommy oh, yeah, mentioned so, something to me. Okay, so we're and I don't talk know about, if it's the same. We'll talk about the moving company. So recently, um, our fam, people from our family, and my friend, and, and and Tommy, they moved across the country from California, and they both used the same moving company. And I'll say their name because they're scumbags. It, it's under an it, a big umbrella of gold standard. Yeah, it's like gold. It's gold. I got the name gold here. standard. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what Tommy told me. The moving company is called Gold Standard Moving and Storage, or was, and they operated with East Freight Logistics. So, if you ever hear these two names, East Freight Logistics or Gold Standard Moving, don't move your stuff with them. Immediately run the other way. So, um, with Tommy, I don't I don't know if you can talk about what happened with him. So he he's, he's already mo- talked about it. Yeah. So he with all of his stuff that got damaged or stolen. And his TV got stolen. Yeah. Mom and dad, when they moved, they had a couple of things stolen from there. First of all, it was late. The movers came late, loaded the truck, not very delicately. And then their stuff arrived three to four weeks late to Tennessee. Same thing happened with Tommy. He yeah. was he was waiting for probably a month before his stuff showed yeah. up. Yeah, and then they, they were we found out later that they were lucky to even get their stuff. But when they got it... Um, the gun safe, there was a gun safe that was attempted to be broken into and they ruined it. They ruined the locks on it and he had to pay f- over $400 to get it opened and fixed. And the funny thing was there was nothing in it. They, they dropped and completely shattered a TV. They stole a couple of their small things in the, in the trailer. And there was something else that they told me that happened. But anyways, this company ends up, they're not licensed. They were kind of a, like a fraudish type company run by a bunch of buffoons and a bunch of people over 400 people have filed complaints with the better business bureau about them. So as Tommy, will probably talk about this next week when he, when he comes back from his, you know, not being a good person and not being on this podcast. Did he get, did you suspend him? I did for one week. <laughs> so he'll be back next week, but I, one I, week I, without I pay. To, I know you guys make a lot of money on this show. So much money. It's going to hurt him. Yeah. It's going to hit him right in the pocketbook. Yeah. My my real job is is my, you know, play money. This is my real money. <laughs> um but he I, I cuz I talked to him yesterday and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do a podcast with the Stallion." And uh he goes, "What are you guys going to talk about?" I was like, "I don't know. He sent me a bunch of stuff in the text and I read it to him and I said, uh, Tommy and mom and dad's moving company. And I was like, I was like, whatever. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. He goes, Oh yeah. You're going to talk about that. Yeah. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? He goes, they're in some big lawsuit. Yeah. There's a big lawsuit. So they, they ended up, a lot of people don't even have their stuff. So they were lucky to even, cause they were, they stored it in a, in a storage facility. I think I want to say it's a town called Victorville or something with a V. But anyways, these people found out where their stuff was being stored at. Some of the people came all the way back to California to try to get their stuff because it had been over a month. 
And they were like, I need my stuff. I'm just going to come get it. So they go to the storage facility and there's some of their stuff and it's about to be auctioned off Oh, because wow. the gold standard moving and storage people weren't paying the bills at the storage facility. So when you don't pay your bills at the storage facility, they, anything in the storage auction gets off. auctioned off. Yeah. So all these people came to get their stuff and it's about to get auctioned off. And some of them had to contact the police and, and have the police come out and be like, no, this is, you know, their stuff. They, you can't auction it off, blah, blah, blah. There's this whole thing going on and this huge investigation. And yeah, so mom and dad are lucky they even got their moving truck. And huh. this company's like in really big hot water with lawsuits. But at the end of the day, there's tons of people that aren't going to get like family heirlooms and important yeah. stuff. They had loaded up in there. Yeah. I talked, I talked to mom and dad and they, they said, um, another coworker of mom's who moved out there as well. He had a bunch of like trophy fish that he had mounted <laughs> and they were all destroyed <laughs> during the move. <laughs> like he had wrapped them up the right way, but they were destroyed. I don't know how you just, unless you're just driving like a complete moron or just tossing stuff in, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. But I, I told him that this is the thing that I want to start doing. So, I've got some big fish in my day, right? I I take pictures of them. You sure? Um, I I watch this YouTuber. Prove it. And I have pictures, <laughs> so prove it. Um, but I I watch this YouTuber, and instead of getting trophy mounts, he sends his pictures of the fish to this guy, and this guy does a, a hand painting of the fish. Oh, and so he has like a a what do you call it like a canvas painting of the fish up on his wall so his his man cave has like i'm sure paintings. his wife loves this room he's not married <laughs> oh yeah exactly <laughs> he's engaged but not married all those but, paintings are coming down soon bro sorry no way yeah I, <laughs> they might even get when, lit on fire when we moved to tennessee i i have decided that it's a requirement to have a basement finished basement so that can be my podcast man cave. I love know. it. Yeah. And that's where all I'm I'm going to try and find whoever this guy is. He hasn't mentioned him yet. Hopefully he does. But I'm going to I'm going to try and find this guy and send him my pictures so that he can he paints like the picture of the fish and he'll he'll put like a date and the weight and everything like that that's up pretty on cool. there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, but Still has the potential to get damaged by shitty movers. Excuse me. It does. Bad I'm, movers. I'm gonna I'm gonna move myself. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll drive so, the truck. You know how much it is to rent a U Haul right now in California and it's go out of state? It's almost ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So I, I looked They're up taxing people to leave here. Yeah. So I looked it up. It's almost more worth it for you to do this. And this this is where you get them. Go this to is, Idaho. This is smart. You go to Idaho and you drive your U-Haul here. Pick up the which truck is a, there. a way to do drive it. it here, yeah. Or, or if you got the cash, and you were going to pay a moving company anyways, go buy yourself a big cargo trailer. If you got the truck, buy yourself a big cargo trailer. Cost you about fifteen grand for a bigger cargo trailer. You know, eight thousand, nine thousand pound weight rating. Sell all your other non-important stuff. Keep all the like gun safes and like, oh, this is a special chair that grandma had in the 1890s. I don't know. You know, I built this table 
I have a table that I built that I would take if I ever I have moved. a desk that I built. But yeah, you you know, yeah. take all the important stuff. I didn't build sell it. Sell everything else. Uh, what holiday are we at? Use your own Mrs. Trailer. Claus built it. Mrs. Claus. Yeah. And take all your own stuff out there in your own trailer. And then you can do two things after. One, you either have a nice trailer that's yours and you can haul stuff around. Two, you sell the trailer when you're done for almost what you paid for it. So you were expecting to lose money on moving anyways, paying for something. So you so use you a, only end up you use a trailer like for a one, couple two thousand bucks. Yeah, to move. if you get the right size trailer and you yeah. can sell enough stuff to fit everything in your in your cargo trailer. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I thought about that the other day. But then you need a vehicle that'll pull it. You do need a vehicle like a twenty sixteen Ram twenty five hundred Cummins six yeah. seven. That your wife drives around and your kids destroy because they but, eat crackers in the back seat. By the way, you need I'm not new upset. tires. I'm not upset. You need new tires. Just just telling you. I do. You do. The fronts are bad. Yeah, they are. You know why? It's because I've been... <laughs> I did this today before I came here. Just weaving? No. <laughs> I, did, I, I do all my own maintenance on the truck, but I don't have enough jacks or, or equipment to be able to rotate my own tires the proper way it's because it's lifted too much because you know, you're a firefighter you know switch the backs out for the fronts and everything so i haven't rotated my tires and like i don't <laughs> i don't know like forty thousand miles so my backs are, are pretty good but my fronts are just destroyed so i think i need to when i take it in it actually has a recall on it right now for like one of so the front stabilizer bars brand new one yeah, so I have to take it in to get the stabilizer bar replaced. I can't remember exactly which part it is, but mine, mine is I'll probably have to rotate beams. my tires. My recalls for the high beams. Yeah, I heard like you can't manually click and keep on your high beams. You you can if it's on manual headlights. Mm. If it's on auto, you can only pull it or push it, whatever, and it'll flash the high beams as long as you're holding it. But it won't stay on. It won't stay on. So apparently somebody got into an accident because their high beams weren't on. Yeah. I heard Jeeps have a lot of problems. Nah, this one's fine. The mechanic that I that my car got arsoned at <laughs> said that he sees Jeeps all the time in there. Like the newer ones. I don't know about this one. This one's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it the looks red good. one. It looks good. The red ones, you know, a little. The red one's got some issues. It doesn't anymore. I fixed it. Oh. It's going to have some more issues. Nah. <laughs> uh, so I also wanted to talk about um, this stupid uh, baseball lockout while we're here and how dumb it is that these – I love baseball, first of all. I'm a huge baseball fan. I'm a big Giants fan, unfortunately. I'm tied to them. They've given me forever memories. But uh, um, I'm going to say right now, uh, that that swing call. Oh the last yeah, game of the Dodgers. Not a garbage. Swing. Might not have made a difference, but could have made a could difference. Could have. You never know what's gonna happen you on the next pitch. You know how many times the Giants have come back in the late innings? Yeah. In that season, late night Lamont. Yeah. You never know. You don't. But that was not a swing. It was terrible. But, anyways, the baseball lockout. I think it's stupid that these people are fighting over millions of dollars and they're all rich and it's i don't think it's the players though well it's not the players yet because the season they're not actually playing games so it's not a strike yet it's a lockout it's a lockout because mlb isn't allowing anybody to do anything they can't players can't communicate with teams 
you know, they can't get together and train or do whatever they're going to do. Like it's all not permitted because of the lockout. But did you see something that a lot of the, uh, the major league baseball players are doing on their social media accounts? No. So on MLB's website and all the, all the like team websites, I don't know why this is a thing, but all of the players profile pictures on MLB.com and the team websites have been just taken out and replaced with silhouettes. Like they're just silhouettes of the with their names and everything, but they're just it's just a generic silhouette face, and all of them they have the same one. Every single picture, yeah, every single picture, yeah. So all these players on social media have now replaced their profile pictures on their social media with silhouette. with a silhouette from, <laughs> from MLB.com. I thought it was kind of funny, but I mean, there's some legitimate things that they're wanting to get worked out. I guess like the you know play what? for like minor league players. The pay for minor league players needs is, to is be more. I, those guys literally survive on on beer and top ramen and I get paid like garbage wages. There's a dude. Actually, I haven't told you. There's a dude that I work with. Um, you, I think you know this. I know stuff. him. Yeah, he's yeah. he was the number two pick in the 2006 for MLB draft. No, the uh, Cardinals. Who drafted him? Not the Cardinals. It was the Cardinals. It wasn't the Cardinals. So, anyways, I work I work with this guy that. Got drafted in the MLB draft. Number two in 2006. Ahead of Linscombe. Ahead of Kershaw. Ahead of... That just tells you firefighters get paid too much. Whatever. Ahead of Longoria. (laughs) He was drafted above all these people. And he had a decent first couple years, but then he kind of fizzled off. Great guy. Nicest guy ever me. But he was telling me that you make dirt, dirt money. One, in the lower levels of Major League Baseball. One of my buddies that I went to the academy with, his brother was the ace for the Baltimore Orioles. That's not saying much right now. No, it, it was back in the day. It was um, Tillman. I've heard that name. Chris Tillman. I've heard that name. Yeah, that was his brother. That's back, cool. Back when that happened. And, it, and when I was going through the academy, his brother was having kind of an iffy year. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "Oh, I hope he comes to San Francisco, because my buddy in the academy, oh yeah, gets free able tickets, to get tickets and stuff. Yes, that'd be awesome. Good tickets." And I was like, "I hope the Giants pick him up." Yeah, they funny. never did. Oh my, my but buddy at this work, dude. This dude, like, because he was with the Orioles, he had a house in Florida that he bought, but then his main house was in Montana, oh, and he awesome. is a huge hunter. And fishermen. Mm, I love it. Yeah. I wish I was a huge hunter and fisherman. We'll talk about that in a second. I am. But but this guy that I work with, he was telling me the only reason he actually got like noticed was because he. Uh, I told him he lied his way into Major League Baseball. <laughs> he pulled a Major League? Yeah. Well, he... He was in like high school or something, and he wasn't. He was very good in high school, but wasn't really noticed. So his brother, Jesus, on his behalf, his brother on his behalf, sent this letter to this one of these independent league uh, teams or tryouts or something like that. But basically, that major league sends their scouts to to like you know come get players to. It's like a younger person's high school league. Yeah. But his brother sent, you have to get invited to it. His brother sent, this was back in the day when you didn't really have to verify anything. His brother sent this league an email 
hey, I'd, I'd like you to con, you know consider this guy, check him out. His name's blah blah blah. He's really good. He's a pitcher. Um, you know, we're hoping to take a look at him and you know and see how he does in this league. And he signed it like you know John Smith of the Scout Anaheim Angels. He signed <laughs> he signed it like he was a scout. So they ended up inviting the guy that I work with to these games and he pitched and that's how he got noticed so his brother lied for him to get into this league because you have to get there and pitch really good you do but you have to be invited you have to be noticed first to be invited and the only reason he was invited is because this his brother sent him this fake email from a scout you you remember we we played softball with the loomis people right yeah you remember that do you remember i remember that his name I forget his name. Which overweight guy was it? Not overweight. Super skinny. Um, but he was really good. Uh, he played baseball, though. Gosh, dang it. What was his name? Tommy would know. I can't remember his name. But he, he was good, right? It was the dude that went up and tried to catch it behind his back that one time and uh, dropped it. Yes. Yes. So not that good. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I mean, he was good, but we, we suck, so he was just trying to, you know do stupid stuff um but he his high school he played against uh kaepernick oh geez back when kaepernick was a pitcher instead of a quarterback which he probably was i mean should have stuck with but he didn't um but they in the championship game for california or whatever they played against each other and he said we lit kaepernick up we scored 10 runs on him in like three innings. Good. Yeah. That guy's a loser. Yeah. Can't stand that dude. What was the other thing I was going to go back to? I don't know. So switching subjects here, we've both been trying to get PS5s. I have one. one. of us successfully, one of us not successfully. I told you how to do it and you could have gotten it. I know. I didn't. My alarm didn't go off. They were, Target released them at like three or four a.m. It was four twenty, four twenty-five. Maybe. I was a sleepy bear. I had to. I drank a lot the night before. I needed. He I, did. I need my I beauty there. sleep. Anyways, he got one and I didn't. Unfortunately, I've gotten two from Target. Whatever. Just, just so you know, I'll get one on the next try. I swear. Walmart's restocking. Walmart's terrible. Have you done their In online store. process? in store i was so pissed they had the, they have this walmart plus thing that's supposed to you be will like, get one if you get that no you won't yes you will no you won't i tried it if you're wrong it. nope you're wrong i tried it i'm okay. right this is this is what happened i told somebody at my work i said hey walmart's restocking today at nine o'clock i said it's only for walmart plus members so you have to you have to get walmart plus it's 13 dollars a month though it's expensive so, it is not. You pay twelve bucks for a one month thing, and then you cancel it after a month, right? So, okay, I'm upset get, because of keep going, but I'm gonna tell you I'm upset because of that. Okay, so he goes through, right? Uh, he signs up literally fifteen minutes before they're gonna restock. He signs up for Walmart Plus, gets it. He's sitting there on the on the thing. Nine o'clock happens. He refreshes the page. Boom. Pops up. Add to cart. He hits add to cart. He goes to checkout. He hits checkout. And it said it didn't work. 
He looks at his phone. His phone says, hey, we detected fraud on Walmart so-and-so website. Did you try and make this purchase for $530 or whatever it is? He says, yes. They say, okay, we declined the purchase. Try again. Now that he said yes, he goes back to it. When he goes back to it, boom, they're sold out. He had a eight-minute wait, which is unheard of for Walmart. Every time I've gone on Walmart, it's been at least 30 minutes or more. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I signed up for the Walmart Plus, and I hit refresh at the exact time that I was supposed to, and it didn't even load. It wouldn't even load for me. And a bunch of people said they had the same problem. And a bunch of people were like, so, oh, yeah, I was, so put, you, I was put 100th in line. And it's like, how do you compete against that? It's stupid. So you might have gotten put on, was that Black Friday-ish? No, it was it was before. It was a couple weeks they, before. They had a, um, a, a run of very bad restocks where bots. That was probably it. Where bots own them, um, that but was now probably it. Walmart Walmart has has a a good system going now. I hope so. so. If you have it there, I don't want to use Walmart anymore. They upset me. They're gonna they're gonna restock. Um, go to Roseville. Well, I I I did. Um, I signed up for the Walmart thing, and I said don't renew my subscription. Basically, the monthly thing, and then I had the trial. They charged me last week for an entire year auto charged me yeah it's like 109 bucks and i was like nope it's not bad so like or it might have been 160 something but i called them and I'm like nope cancel me i want my refund i didn't tell you guys to auto charge my account so i don't like walmart simply because of that now yeah so i'll keep I, trying to go through target i use target because it's it's the easiest it's especially on the west coast um because target restocks from six to nine a.m. east coast time so on the west coast that's three to six right yep so most people on the west coast are not awake and and target is hard for bots to go in and own them basically um because it's only pickup in store and most most bot people want the delivery which is what Walmart does. Yeah, Walmart's stupid. Yeah, I've never used that. But I've gotten I've gotten two now from uh, Target. No, you've gotten two new. Yeah, congratulations! I have zero. That's too bad. White privilege at work, people. Yeah. <laughs> right here, right across from me. You need to uh, play. Uh, what's it called? Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Great game. I'll have to try it. Do you have Call of Duty Vanguard? Nope. I haven't that's, been playing. I don't have time to play video games anymore because of my new job. That's cross-platform. Is it? Yeah. <sighs> I've just been concentrating fun. on my I, new job. And I got Mrs. My kids Claus a PS Plus subscription just so that we could play online together. See, Mrs. Zombies, Mrs. Stallion, Mrs. Stallion does not play video games. Mrs. Stallion, although Mrs. You need Stallion, to, she you plays. You need to introduce her to Diablo. She will play old school video games, and she's very good at them. Okay, she kicks Diablo. my butt at Mario Kart. Oh, that's horrible. She's really good. I still need Mario Kart, but and Mrs. she's Claus pretty good at Smash like Brothers because the kiddos like Smash Brothers on the Switch. I need to. She get picked that. that up really quickly because she 
used to play it, but she's pretty good at it. But now my kids are getting the like Brad. He's getting to the point where he just he's almost eight now, and he's just owning us, and it's not fun anymore because he knows exactly what to do. He's got yeah. those little kid fingers and little kid brain that just adapt. I have to, I have to stop getting them out of the the video game thing because they'll get sucked in. Oh yeah, which is why. Which is why I bought him something else for Christmas that we never got when we were kids. Do you know what it we is? Actually, we actually missed out on this thing. For bad behavior. He's not going to He's not gonna listen, so he doesn't know. No. Um, yeah, we missed out apparently on bad behavior. I still have no idea what bad yeah, behavior I, I don't know was. how old we were. Dad came home one day and said, you know what? I was going to buy you dirt bikes. Yeah. But now I'm not because you guys were misbehaved. But we weren't. Well, I don't know what we did. Something but... something with... I'm not going to say it. But it, it it was something that happened, but I was like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, guess what, Dad? I got my kids dirt bikes for Christmas. <laughs> yep. I was so excited to get them. Because it's never something that I had when I was a kid. I drove to Reno to get this used dirt bike. One of them. One of them. And uh, I got really lucky. It was a, uh, it's a CRF 70. It's a Honda. You went, you went to both? No, I went to Reno just to get the one, the and Honda. And then Carson City, you get the other? No, I stopped in Carson City on the way home to buy ammo. Oh, that's what it was. Well, kind of Carson City. I stopped at Cabela's on the way home to get ammo. That's Sparks And I got lucky because they had some. Yeah. So, well, the guy lived in Sparks with yeah. the dirt bike. So I went and bought it from him, ex-Honda mechanic. This thing's in, like, perfect shape. And Bradley's going to freak out when he sees it because he has no idea what's coming. And then uh, on the way home, I figured out that one of my buddies from where I used to work is selling his 50. I got super lucky. So I bought Brandon a 50. And I paid $2,500 for both bikes. And they're going to flip out. I I had that 50, but an older one. They're going to love it. Yeah. I'm super little, excited to get a it little Pee Wee Fifty. Yeah, little yeah. kids at Christmas, they don't. They think that their big Santa gift is going to be because I have to work on Christmas. They think that their big Santa gift is going to be these Lego sets that the wife, uh, Mrs. Stallion, bought for them. Yeah, and uh, so they think they're getting these big Lego sets, and that's going to be their big Santa gift. But when I get home from work, that's when they're going to get the dirt bikes. They're going to flip out. And come I'm on, love it. Come on, kids, just. Look around a little bit more, cause it's in a obvious place. It is. It's in a complete. They don't go over to that side of the garage though, because it's so <laughs> hidden. So I have them hidden in my garage underneath like some sh- some like blankets. moving blankets and yeah. stuff. But the kids never go over there because there's like this set of shelves that blocks off the other side of the garage, and they just don't ever walk over there. And I've hid presents there before. I hid an entire kayak there before for Brandon, and he never found. <laughs> It just sat over there for like two months before his birthday, and he never even saw it. Just under a blanket, just a big old kayak, just underneath it. So yeah, it's a good spot to hide it, and I can cover them both together next to each other, just with two blankets, and then just sit there. Yeah. So, but it's gonna be awesome. Christmas is gonna be great. Yeah, you should bring them over here. I will, because I want to ride that one. Bring them out to the proper day. Yeah. Now Dad has to get one though, so I'll bring that one over too. I'll probably buy that in a couple months. I'll probably die on that one. Yeah, we. I'll probably die too. So we won't ride it very fast. So get fast. a quad. We'll instead. go slow. A quad instead. <laughs> yeah. 
little, one that doesn't flip more over. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. That was good. I mean, we've done an hour and 45 minutes now. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed the show without uh, the uh, maestro and uh, conductor, maestro. Tommy. You mean, you mean the uh, color commentary? Um, uh, I mean, not the guy, really needed. The guy that's on unpaid suspension leave yeah, for, for, for nefarious acts with potentially animals, domestic pets. That's just gross. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what you get for running over a cat with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. Love I'm, you, buddy. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, thanks to sponsors. I should probably put this in the beginning of the show, because most people don't make it to the end. You know. I should probably say like, "Hey, MSR Arms is awesome, and they have a lot of AR-15 rifle and pistol parts, and you should go check them out and use." Offer code WTH5 at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your entire order. But I, I haven't done that. You should say it again. Okay. Use WTH5 at checkout on MSRarms.com. You'll get 5% off your entire order. And then you should also check out Thin Line Brewing. Um, Absolutely check out Thin Line Brewing. Yeah. They're they're great people. Other than that, that's that's it. Oh, you can contact us at 916-259-3030. Um, you can text or call us, and you can also contact us through email at therealwthshow at gmail.com. Other than that, that's all I got. We're still doing Laters on the Minjay. Uh, I think we stopped that. I think we just said bye. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, what do you want to say? I don't know. We'll just tell people, Merry Christmas. And uh, happy all you holidays, dude, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, all you dudes out there, don't wait till the last minute to finish your Christmas shopping. Your wife will hate you, and all your stuff is in China right now. So yeah, hurry up if you want to make the family happy. Do it now. Thanks, Merry Joe Christmas. Biden. Thanks, Joe. See everybody later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back, Rose. Well, we're going, we don't need roads. You got it, Jobin. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, the fan. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Let's go, Brandon. Stop it!